Welcome to the Early Career Moves Podcast, the career strategy podcast for BIPOC folks in their 20s and 30s trying to figure out their next career move. I'm your host, Priscilla Weninger Bolcha, Latinx career coach, former talent recruiter, and human capital management consultant. Each Friday, I'll share an actionable tip to help you on your career change journey so that you can job search with confidence, land amazing job offers, and get on with your life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Early Career Moves Podcast, episode 89. Today, I wanna talk about making decisions in your career, the power of making decisions in your career, why you should not be afraid of making decisions in your career. And I wanna introduce to you an exercise that I have my clients do at the beginning of their work when they start to look at their past. A lot of people come to me with a really sad, depressing story about, you know, their career and how they're not where they want to be. And one of the things I have them do is look at all of the past career decisions or just past decisions that they've made that have led them to where they are today in their career. And I help them reframe the story that they've been telling telling themselves about the decisions that they've made and help them see how powerful decision making is all about you know, trying things, collecting data, using that information to make an even stronger decision next. And so if you're someone who either struggles a lot with like indecision and confusion and then like not doing anything at all, or you have a really, really negative story about your past and how that has led to a career that you're unhappy with, then this is the episode for you because I'm I'm going to break down both of these two concepts. Decision making is a hallmark of my six-month coaching program. It is what I help my clients do is become powerful decision makers in the entire career change process because it is a requirement. You cannot move forward and decide like what it is that you want to do next if you don't trust yourself, like develop that self-trust and become a person who makes powerful decisions and learns as they go. So I'm going to start with just the origin of the word decision. If you look it up, online. It comes from the Latin root words de, which means off, and then caidere, which means to cut. So together they mean to cut off. That is the meaning of the word decide, which makes sense, right? When you make a decision, whether it's buying a car or buying a new home or moving to a new state or moving into a new career path, you are by nature cutting off all other options. When I got married, I chose my husband and I chose an amazing life with one person and I cut off all other options romantically. And that in and of itself can scare a lot of people. A lot of people spend their whole lives avoiding making decisions because of this, because they're so afraid of closing doors. But then that means they never really open any of the doors and end up, you know, just spending years telling themselves that they're confused, that they're that they're not ready, and just like this whole story that doesn't end up serving them. Now, if you know for example, like you know that your decision, your door that you want to open is to not commit to someone as an example, and that is like very life-giving to you, that's a different story. But most people that I work with in career, they are actually languishing. Like they were languishing, suffering into the purgatory of I don't know what to do next. And those are the people that I'm talking to right now, right? I'm not talking to those
those who are like happily not committing to a person or something like that. That's not what I'm talking about. All right. So one thing that I want you to see is that it's not a problem to cut off options. It doesn't have to be a problem. It could actually be seen as the only way to move forward and get the information that you need is by cutting off options, choosing one, pursuing it, and learning from that so that you can make your next decision with confidence. I'm going to get into the exercise that I recommend, which is essentially owning your past decisions. This is how it goes. I want you to think of, write down on a piece of paper, like what are all the decisions that you made that have led you to where you are in your career? It could be things like where you went to college, what you majored in, why you majored in that, right? The first job that you took, the next job that you took, how long you stayed, how long you didn't stay somewhere. Think of all of the decisions that you made. I don't want you to think of like circumstances kind of like well the economy was really bad no 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 I want you to focus on like decisions that you made why you made those decisions how they served you and why it makes perfect sense that you made those decisions this is really important because you want to offer your past self compassion. You want to see why it was completely reasonable that you made those decisions as opposed to shaming yourself for making those decisions. So I want you to think back. This is an exercise that might bring up a lot of, I want to say painful thoughts, especially if you believe that you were like somehow screwed over or you were in an unlucky circumstance or you didn't have X opportunities. That's okay. Put it all on paper. It's really important to come to terms with like what is the story that you're telling yourself about your career past and where are you giving your power away the way that you'll notice where you're giving your power away is when you start to blame external circumstances for why you are where you are and then I want you to start to take some of that power back by really making it clear where you made decisions So for example, you might say, I stayed in this job for four years because, and like, what are the reasons? Why why does it make perfect sense that you try to stay in that job? Maybe longer than you now looking back would have wanted to, right? That is where you add the compassion piece and you start to understand like why it's like totally makes sense that you made those decisions. Once you clean that up, then you can get to like, well, what did I learn from all of these decisions that I made, right? So if you majored in marketing, but you never really used marketing, first, what did you get out of that? Because I'm sure you got something out of it. What did you learn? And then also, what did you learn about what you didn't want to do? Like maybe you were like, you know what? I took a few classes and I realized it was really interesting but I did an internship in marketing and realized it really wasn't a fit for me. Like I want you to remind yourself for why you decided not to pursue a path. Because sometimes instead of actually being honest with ourselves about that, we like to tell ourselves another story that was like, that was a useless major. I can't believe I chose that major. I should have chosen another major. Do we really have to choose that story? Is that really the story that's serving you? Why not take ownership? Why not say, yeah, I chose marketing. I thought it was interesting. I explored it. I learned a ton. This is what I got out of it. And I figured out that I didn't want to choose a career path based on my major. And this is why that was the best decision for me. 
That's what I mean by cleaning up your past decision in your career, taking ownership and giving the power back to yourself and using all of those clues, information for your next career move as you look forward, as you start to figure out what is in front of you, okay? That is really important. If you don't do this work of cleaning that up, those negative thoughts and stories are going to haunt you and follow you along for the future as you make future decisions because you're gonna have these really sad stories around like, I'm a failure, like I messed up, like all these stories that are totally optional. So I'm going to give you a quick example of one past career decision that I made and how I think about it, how it serves me. So I graduated college in 2010 around the Great Recession. And when I was a college junior and senior, I was noticing that a lot of my peers, like my classmate peers were either getting job offers revoked or were having a really hard time in the economy. And so as a child of immigrants, as someone whose parents, like both my parents, my mother was a teacher, my dad worked for the city of Houston. They had only had that job ever and they didn't really know how to guide me when it came to like a job search or professional career paths. Like, you know, I was kind of on my own with that. I also didn't have a very high GPA, so I didn't feel very confident with my marketability as a recent college grad in that economy. And so with the limited information that I had and a really good friend of mine who suggested that I apply to master's of public policy degrees, I decided that that would be a good step for me. And my mom lived in Austin, Texas at the time, so I could live at home with her after college. And I applied to UT Austin uh, master's of public affairs program, which is essentially a, a public policy graduate program. I applied to other schools across the country, got into some other schools, but ended up deciding on UT Austin. A lot of it was, you know, the affordability and the fact that I could live at home. At the time, I was really considering a career path and education policy. And I've talked about this before in a past podcast, but essentially my thought process was, okay, let me get my policy chops, like kind of get my credentials and explore all kinds of career paths within the world of policy, but also advocacy, politics. And that's how I use that time. Like in those two years, I had so many different full-time and part-time internships and fellowships. I really dove totally into so much of that world. I worked full-time for the Texas State Legislature in 2011, had the time of my life, like had so much fun. I built so many friendships that I still have today. I have an extensive Austin network because of that. And that was just one of the experiences that I had. I also spent a whole summer in Brazil doing policy research. That was an amazing experience. I worked on local campaigns for people that I really believed in. I learned about like, how do campaigns work? Do I want to run for office? Like I thought about all these things and it was almost like I, I see it now as like a career incubator. I just explored so many paths. After that master's degree, I decided to become a school teacher through Teach for America and moved to Miami, became a high school teacher for two years. At the time, I was like, okay, I have my policy degree with my high school teaching experience. That'll position me really well for like a federal education policy job in DC. Like that's kind of where my head was at the time. And I did go to DC the summer after I finished my Teach for America commitment and had a DC internship and went through this really 
cool program where I was also connected with a lot of people in DC. And I ultimately decided not to go down that path. There's a lot of reasons why that I won't get into. But the story here that I'm trying to tell you is like, there's two decisions here. One was the decision to go to grad school after college. And then the other decision was when I was 25, deciding not to use that degree. So deciding not to take a policy career path. And I made that decision. So those are two decisions that are really, really key in my career path. And a lot of people like in my shoes would be like, wow, you really effed up. Because first of all, you shouldn't have gotten that degree when you weren't really sure what you wanted to do with it. That was a waste of time and money. And another potential story I could, you know, be telling myself is just like, you didn't even use it. Like basically like, what was the point of all of this? Like, like you lost so much. And I'm telling you, I work with clients who come to me with maybe not my story. They have a different story. They have a different set of circumstances, but they are also telling themselves a very disempowering story about their decisions that they've made. And like, I don't do that. I feel zero like guilt. I don't feel bad. I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel embarrassed. I don't feel any of those things. In fact, I feel so freaking proud of myself because I'm like, hell yeah. Like I did the best that I could with the information that I had and I explored and I learned and I gained so much from that process. Like I don't have regret. I just learned and I learned a lot on an accelerated timeline. And if like that's the path that I had to go down to get to where I am today, like I I am here for it. So that's what I mean by retelling the story of the career decisions that you've made and not falling into blaming external circumstances. Like I could choose to tell the story of like, well, the economy was trash and I graduated into a shitty economy and that's why I didn't get a job and I could have had a better job and I could have been earning like 60K as a college grad and, you know, have had way more in retirement. I I, I could be telling myself so many things and it's just like, I don't even, (laughs) that doesn't even cross my mind because I'm just like, I, I loved my experience. I loved what I did. I own my decisions. I know that I learned from them and obviously I'm not doing that anymore. That's why I changed my mind, right? Like I evolved. So take back your power, own your decisions, remind yourself why you made those decisions, why it makes perfect sense that you made those decisions. Remind yourself, what did you learn from them? And then ask yourself, how will I take this into the future? It is only by closing doors and then walking powerfully through one door that you get to experience life and try things out and actually learn something that you can apply in the future so you can get closer to where you want to be. All right, y'all. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening today. Make sure you head over to ecmpodcast.com slash free course and sign up for my free job search training course. I teach you the three things that you need to know before you go into a job search process. My goal is to help you change careers with confidence and ease so you can move on with your life. I'll see you next week.